And away hey, we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Ritz Report. It is December 23rd, 2021. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Hey, hey, sing along. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas week. I love the Christmas holidays. I love this season of the year. It just warms my heart. Warms my heart. I like to send out those Christmas cards, wishing everybody a happy new year and a happy holidays. And of course, you know, the White House tells everybody to die, but we don't do that <laughs> here in my house. We don't do that in my house. We also uh, don't, you know, call everybody up who we think we're going to spend time with over the holidays and uh, randomly question them about whether or not they're vaccinated. But apparently that's what Dr. Fauci would like us to do. Let's take a listen to that. If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up? Uh, yes, I, I would do that. I mean, I think we're dealing with a, a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say, I'm very sorry, but not this time. Not this time, Jack. <laughs> sorry that you're unvaccinated. Don't even come close to my house. Uh, but then the reporter uh, I don't even know who she is. She works for MSNBC, so nobody's watching, but whatever the case. <laughs> then the reporter follows up with a question and says, Dr. Fauci, is the definition of fully vaccinated going to change? And he says... You know, it very well might. I mean, it, it's, it's almost a semantic situation. I mean, I want people to understand that when I and my colleagues say optimal protection, particularly against Omicron, is to get your primary vaccinations plus a boost. Okay, so don't come to my house if you're not vaccinated, <laughs> right? Then is, is the definition of vaccination going to change? Fully vaxxed going to change? Oh, well, it very well might. So what exactly are we supposed to do as homeowners and we have our, our family members who want to come over? What do we do? Are you vaccinated? Well, I don't know. Do I have two shots? Do I have three? <laughs> In uh, Ontario, the health minister up there has recommended that the double-vaxxed stay away from the triple-vaxxed. <laughs> if you're having a hard time following all of this nonsense, it's because that's exactly what it is. It's nonsense. If I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the john and watch you take a leak. <laughs> that's exactly right. None of these people can seem to connect the dots. Connect the dots. They can't seem to do it. And Fauci is the ringleader of the not connecting the dots. Let's finish listening to the, the clip about Fauci and his wisdom that he's sharing with the rest of us around the country. Plus, a boost. The semantics of what you're calling fully vaccinated or not for regulatory or requirement purposes doesn't avoid the fact that if you really want to be optimally protected, go get a boost. Isn't he a scientist? Isn't this guy supposed to be the science? Oh, Alex, you can't be you can't be putting me out like this. You know, I am the science. If this guy is the science, doesn't it matter if it's two shots or three shots, four shots or five, five shots, six shots, seven shots more? I mean, if he's a sci if he's truly a scientist, don't the facts matter? Doesn't it matter if it's two shots or three shots? We now have people, like I just said, in Ontario saying, hey, if you're doubled, stay away from the tripled because you're dirty. You're not vaxxed. Folks, this is insanity. We have crossed over into the realm of insanity, and Fauci is the ringleader of the insane idiots. Welcome to the Ritz Report. Thanks for joining me. Um, holiday week, babe. This Friday is Christmas Eve. Got the whole fam in town. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. 
So hopefully it will be a uh, great, great holiday. I hope you have a good holiday as well. Uh, and what is happening in the news today? In the news today, we have, out of the New York Post, we have Dr. Marty McCary writing in saying that Biden needs to tell the FDA to stop blocking life-saving treatments, which they've been doing all along. I mean, we all know that. Anybody who's really paying attention and watching what's happening so we had Operation Warp Speed, right, under Trump, and we got these vaccines done, and people are taking the vaccines, and that's all fine and good. Nobody in this almost two-year saga has really spoken to early treatment and how to do treatment at home. Because the issue here, right, is once you're sick enough to be in the hospital, that's bad, right? That is bad, as Dr. Peter McCullough says all the time, right? The two worst outcomes are hospitalization and death, and we're trying to avoid both of those things. So in order to do that, we need to treat people early. Huh, wow, makes a lot of sense, right? Wow. Hey, that's an interesting concept, treat people early. But where have you heard that? You, I mean, you, we just had the idiot-in-chief yesterday on TV talking about how, you know, it's going to be another winter of people who are unvaccinated, and boy, are you about to die but nobody talks about early treatment. Nobody talks about home therapeutics. Nobody talks about anything that you can do. We had the CDC director that I played the other day. Yeah, he, uh, she's out there saying, wash your hands. Really? Wash your hands? No, 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 no. You wash your hands to keep them clean. But in regard to COVID, really? Wash your hands? No, 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 no. Do they offer anything? Do they offer anything like uh, uh, virucidal treatments of the nose and, and nasal cavity? No, of course. Nothing. Nothing like that. Nothing that would actually be helpful that you could do at home. Um, and certainly no ivermectin and certainly no hydroxychloroquine. Those things are off the table. Meanwhile, they're using them around the world uh, in some places to very great success. But in America, we don't do things that way. Success is not our thing, according to Dr. Fauci. We are just going to give shots. Um, and maybe somebody should look into someday whether or not Dr. Fauci has some sort of a financial uh, foothold in any of these companies that he recommends so highly that we buy their products mandatorily. We don't have an option, right? No options. But Marty McCary writes in the post uh, yesterday, four years ago, influenza infected 41 million Americans in a matter of months. So four years ago, 41 million Americans got the flu. Imagine if we did mass testing for influenza and graphed the daily cases. In fact, most winners, 10 to 25% of the U.S. population gets infected with a respiratory pathogen like RVS, rhinovirus, influenza, and four other known coronaviruses that have circulated seasonally for centuries. COVID is the fifth seasonal coronavirus. We have five of them now, right? Testing's important, he says here. It's an important tool in protecting vulnerable people, but it's nearly impossible to contain a highly transmissible respiratory infection seeded throughout the population. We cannot outrun this lion. It's time to bring attention to early treatment. Ding, 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 ding. Early treatment. We have life-saving medications that public health officials never talk about. And he goes on to talk about fluvoxamine, which is a commonly available medication that has reduced COVID deaths by some 91% in a randomized control trial, which is what everybody seems to be holding out for, right? We can't do anything till we have a randomized control trial. Don't do anything. Even though, you know, we have drugs that we've been using for, for decades and we know that their side effect profile is, is minimal, but we can't give them. No way. We need a randomized control trial. Even though the house is on fire, we need to make sure that the water is wet enough before we spray it on the house is essentially what they're saying. They need to know that the water is wet enough. So we're going to have a four-year study to make sure that that water is wet enough. So fluvoxamines, and he goes on to say, um, instead of recommending things like that, our leaders are pushing boosters for young, healthy people and masking two-year-olds despite the documented harm. 
These responses lack supporting data and come in stark contracts to the federal government's delinquency and authorizing drugs proven to dramatically save lives of COVID patients. And ding, 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 wouldn't you know, yesterday, Pfizer's COVID-19 pill was authorized in the United States. Thank the Lord. We finally have a therapeutic that went through some trial that went through the FDA and got this emergency approval. And who knows what the side profile is of it, uh, same as the... um, same as the shots, right? We don't know the side effect profile long-term because we haven't had enough time to do that kind of study. But at least it's approved. They say that it's 90% effective. Gosh, that sounds awfully familiar to something else we heard recently. (laughs) Uh, And it's safe and effective. Another thing that we've heard a lot of from the uh, Wall Street Journal, U.S. health regulators cleared the use of a COVID-19 pill from Pfizer, uh, hint, hint, by some Pfizer stock. Um, the first drug that newly infected patients can now take at home to stay out of the hospital. The authorization by the U.S. Food and uh, Food and Drug Administration on Wednesday, permi- Wednesday excuse me, <laughs> permits doctors to prescribe the medicine to high-risk patients age 12 and older early in the course of the disease. The drug is named Paxlovid, and they say that it works safely and will be, it will be an important tool in reducing hospitalization and death which has really sort of been the goal of, I don't know, the doctors from the Frontline Critical Care Consortium, the FLCCC.net, or America's Frontline Doctors, or Dr. Peter McCullough, or this handful of brave doctors that have been out there who, interestingly enough, don't take a lot of money from, or don't take any money from the federal government or any of these organizations, which is why they can pretty much stand up and say what they think. Right? Why they can stay when stand up and say what they think. Uh, 14-day rolling average on the New York Times. We have new cases. We show a uh, 27% increase over the last 14 days. And new deaths, we are at plus 4%. So these numbers were much larger only a few days ago. So while everybody is screaming and yelling about the fact that Omicron is uh, sweeping the nation, it does appear to be sweeping the nation. And it may actually be. It may actually be Mother Nature's vaccine. It may give us herd immunity and get us out of this mess. At least that's what I am hoping. Over the New York Times, they're speculating, is is life better when we're together? Because maybe be- maybe it's better that we're apart. <laughs> Here in this opinion piece, uh, they speculate that, you know what, maybe being together all the time is not so great. Yeah, who wants to be together, really, right? You're annoying. Your girlfriend's annoying. Your mother, your sister-in-law, whatever it might be, they're all annoying. So maybe we just, you know, stay out our own. This is by John Moalem, I think is how, I don't know how you say it, but it looks like it's Moalem. And he says, when I read about the Serbian hermit Panta Petrovic this summer, I liked him immediately, even as I understood that he, being a misanthropic hermit, would not like me back. For starters, the man looked the part, 70-year-old, smudgy-cheeked, and virile, and the beard fanning him like the bottom of an old broom, rope for a belt, and white sleeves, browsing from the tatters of his brown vest. Aesthetically, he resembled the fiddler on the roof, minus the fiddle and the roof. So this guy apparently has been living by himself for 20 years, and maybe that's the good way to go, right? So if all this COVID thing continues on, we don't need to be together. We can just all stay apart. Right, just like Dr. Fauci said, eh, Alex, you know, if you're unvaccinated, I don't know that you should go anywhere. Certainly not around me. Uh, and the public health measures really stipulate that every CNN TV hit that I do uh, increases my bank account by fourteen uh, percent. It's incredible, folks. Incredible how we have these people who are supposed to be in charge. 
But anyway, I just wanted to touch base with you before we head off here into the holidays uh, and give you a couple of those headlines. I don't have a lot to say uh, because family's in town. I've ended up doing a lot of time, uh, spending time with them and getting things together for the holidays, which I hope you're doing the same. Uh, And I hope you have a wonderful holiday this weekend. Um, But before we get out of here, we're going to do the woke word of the day. Ah, here we go. The woke word of the day. And the woke word of the day is, it's actually a phrase, safe space. Ah, safe space. A warm, moist, sheltered cocoon of safety where marginalized people can feel safe. Kind of like a uterus. (laughs) Ah, the woke word of the day. Ah. And, of course, last but not least, before we bolt out of here, it's time to hear from... Hero of the Stupid. The Hero of the Stupid, Joe Biden. Uh, uh, but, of course, you know, he has a... Uh, he's in sort of in a running race now with uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky from the CDC in terms of who is dumber. But we'll uh, stick with plugs for now. And by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs about $740 million billion over 10 COVID years. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just... It's, I mean, you think about it. Think about it. Go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. <laughs> you control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. This is great. What happens? They make you management. <laughs> Business is realizing they've they've got a they got a price in the car. They they have, they have to price in the price of carbon. And so there's so much. I think. I, anyway, look. I, I one, one, one more question here. <laughs> Is it too late to aggress the climate change? You are a sad, strange little man. Are you kidding me? You are literally too stupid to insult. <laughs> man. You are one, one pathetic, pathetic loser. loser. Yes, Joe, you are. But there he is. President of the United States, everybody. President of the United States. Oh, yeah, not that's wrong. <laughs> There he goes. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for a great, thanks for a great 2021. We can only hope for a better 2022. Thanks for joining me today on the Ritz Report. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Ho, 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 ho. Um, and I'll be back here next week after the holiday. Don't drink too much eggnog. Don't get run over by a reindeer. If you like this podcast, please share it with everybody in your family who's informed, uninformed, knows things, doesn't know anything, whatever. Share it with them all. Uh, And if you like what you hear, give me a five-star rating up there on iTunes or three, four stars, two stars, whatever. Just give me a rating. I take it. I'll take it. Thanks again for joining me. Send me notes of adoration and love, ritz at ritzreport.com, or check me on the socials at ritzreport. And, and as always, until next time, let's go, Brandon.